Welcome to The Biggest Winner with David Hochberg. Welcome to The Biggest Winner's podcast. My name is David Hochberg. I am your host. And welcome to the show, everybody. I have a local legend on the line with us, a gentleman by the name of Roy Spencer. I've known Roy for about two years now and known Roy for over 35 years um, and over 330,000 customers. Um, Roy is a is a sponsor of my show on another station and a great asset to the fine listeners in this listening area about everything that has to do with dry basements, foundation cracks, uh, cement raising, um, sewer lines, everything like that. So first, let's welcome Roy Spencer to the show. How are you, Roy? I'm great, David, and uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, always excited to talk to you and your audience. Thirty-five years. Did you ever think of you know when you went out on that on the on the first job thirty-five plus years ago and three hundred thousand clients ago that you'd still be patching basements and jacking up homes and doing all that stuff that you, do, you guys do at Permaseal every day? Well, now you know how it is when you start a new business. You're just making it one day to the next. You just hope to be able to <laughs> turn the phones on the next day and things like that. So that really wasn't the, the vision or anything. But, uh, it, it, you know, as things evolved and kind of got my, my feet under the business and stuff, then I, I definitely had the uh, vision of building a sustainable company, and that's really morphed into something now that I, I really want Permacil, you know, 30, 38 years, by the way, but who's counting? Oh, sorry. Uh, it, it is a nice start, but I, I really uh, envision Permacil being around for 238 years. So we, we make our decisions and our plans accordingly, yeah. Well, let's talk so about... We give a, a lifetime warranty of the structure. <laughs> we plan on staying. You better be around for a long period of time. There you go. So let's talk about some of the products that listeners of the podcast might not be aware of and the services that, that, that you guys provide. Obviously, we know about the basement flood and, and keeping basements dry, but you recently did something in my home in Northbrook. You put in drains in my window wells. Can you talk about that? Because with all of this rain that we've had this year, which well, you know, I know that whatever dance you did in April is really effective because <laughs> that rain dance that the tribal Indians taught you is paying off in spades right now. But what talk about the window well drains? Because I didn't. I I took a picture of my window well and I and I texted you a picture and I'm just like I don't have drains. And lo and behold, what did your guys find? Drains. <laughs> right under about four inches of mud. Exactly. And David, you're not the the uh, only guy out there. Trust me. You're actually in the majority of homeowners. You know, unfortunately, when we buy a house, even a new house, it doesn't come with a manual or maintenance thing. Well, here's what you need to do every year to check and this and that. I mean, a lot of people know they need to replace their furnace filters and stuff, but almost nobody knows they need to maintain uh, and check on their window well drains. And yet, uh, that is one of the most, that's the Achilles heel, if you will, of a, a lot of basement of the waterproofing uh, program. So when they build a, a new house, when I say new, I mean 1960 on, uh, the codes pretty much require if you're going to put a window well in that you need to put a drain in. And that drain, uh, when you look outside, it actually looks almost like a sink strainer. It's usually a four-inch drain with perforated holes on, on the strainer. And that drain ultimately goes down to the bottom of the foundation to the drain tile, which ultimately either ends up at the sump pump or possibly to the city sewers if you're tied directly that way. But either way, it's very vulnerable uh, 
piece of the home because it's just like a sink strainer. If you can imagine a couple of potato peels or a couple of leaves or a newspaper uh, covering that drain, well, of course, the sink will overflow. Well, similarly, uh, a basement uh, window uh, well can overflow, and, and the windows are not waterproof, even if it's a brand new window. It's not a submarine window. And so that's just something that homeowners need to, need to pay attention to regularly. Whenever you're working outside, just lift the cover up. Hopefully you have a cover if you don't get one because that will help cut down the maintenance. But even with a cover, uh, soil and mud and, and, and dirt and, and gravel can clog that drain up. So it's just a, a regular maintenance item that, uh, unfortunately, people aren't aware of. And, unfortunately, they can get you know major floods just from a, a small thing like that. Well, I'll tell you what happened to my home. We didn't get, I, I don't know if you're, I, I, I'm sure you remember, back in June, the North Shore got bombed with a microburst for about six, eight hours. It was yep. unbelievable. And you out there in Naperville, because we talked about it, you guys got nothing, okay? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, up on uh, from, it, it was a band that came out of Milwaukee, not a, not a band with guitars and, and, and drums and everything, but a, <laughs> a storm band that just came down through the North Shore and just whacked the heck out of Lake and McHenry County and uh, and Northern Cook County. And it the soil got so wet and so saturated that the water was coming in from underneath my galvanized steel window well. It, the, the water wasn't coming in from the top. The soil was so wet all around it that it was seeping in from the bottom and filling up my window well. And guess what? Exactly what you said. I don't have a submarine window down there, and it was, and there was a crack in the seal in the window, and here I've got water coming in my basement. It was, it, and guess what? Guess what I have now? I've got two brand new drains. I put one in that window and one in another window because your guys were out there. I'm like, might as well do two of them. I, I don't need this to happen again. And so that's one 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 aspect of your of your business that a lot of people. It's very simple. Do what I did. Because you told me the same thing. If your house is built in the 60s, you got to have these window wells. And I'm just like, all right, big shot. My house is built in 1965. Here's a picture. Guess what? I don't have a window. And then, and then, you, and then your crew comes out, and you dig down four inches of mud, and you're like, all right, smart guy. Here's your window well, dummy. It's under four inches of mud. So well, again, that's not your fault, Dave. Honestly, you know, who would know? We're looking at it, and who would know that it could be buried? But that's exactly what happens through years of neglect. You know, soil and things will clog it up, and unfortunately, in your case, the the drain got clogged, and the drain cap was there. So, so otherwise, that mud could have gone down and clogged your footing tile, and causing a much more major repair. But again, it, it's just something the average person doesn't know. So, yeah. Let's talk about. We just had a closing yesterday uh, that took advantage of the Team Hockberg Pearl Mortgage uh, uh, Permaseal Soar camera uh, opportunity where she bought a 500 some $550,000 home in Highland Park built in it was circa 1950 1960 home in Highland Park lots of trees in Highland Park in the area where she built and guess what they found when they put the sewer line through the camera through the sewer line a whole bunch of roots in the sewer line now here you got a single mother of two kids Roy Buying a six hundred thousand dollar home in Highland Park, now everybody might. Well, that must be a big home. It's Highland Park, everybody. It's not that big of a home, okay? Yeah. If if you're out in maybe Munster, Indiana, it would be a gigantic home, okay? But right. in Highland Park, Indiana, it's your typical starter single family home, twenty five hundred square feet, nothing special. 
single mother, just got divorced, two kids, root ball in the sore line. What type of expense would that, What here, address the answer, the question two different ways. What would happen if that went unchecked, and what would the cost be to replace that in the future? Well, first of all, like I say, it's something nobody knew about. I'm sure she had a home inspection, and the home inspector did his job, and he checked everything inside and outside the house. But the one thing they don't check is the sewer line. So not his fault. That's not in his responsibility, unfortunately. It's nobody's, and so it frequently, almost all the time, uh, houses exchanged and nobody knows what kind of shape the sewer line is in. And so someone moves in, of course, well, let's store everything down in the basement until we get everything sorted out, right? Yep. Well, if they have a, a problem, and, and typically sewer lines aren't pristine, they're in some state of degradation, you know, it's a, a matter of time until they eventually clog up if they're never cleaned out. And so, you know, if you had a root ball or like tree roots and things like hers, uh, you know, it could be just, a, you know, a storm away or something being flushed down a toilet away from from totally clogging up the system. And, and it's like the straw break the camel's back. You just don't know. So your sewer line might be operating perfectly well one day and the next day, all of a sudden it's not. And the way you find out is all of a sudden you're getting inches of water of sewage back up into your basement. So you just moved in. You're thinking everything's fine. You store everything down in the basement temporarily. All of a sudden. You know, even without a rainstorm, you could have, uh, you know, inches of water ruining everything you have in the basement. So it could be disastrous and catastrophic for, for anybody. And particularly you're vulnerable when you're just buying a house because, you know, you probably fall in, you know, and, and you budgeted to, to get in this house and remodel and this and that. But you're not planning on a major repair. And sometimes, you know, if it's a matter of tree roots, sometimes we're just able to rod that out for a couple hundred hours. The problem goes away, but you save yourself thousands of dollars of cleanup. But other times, the, the sewer line is, is shot, and, and, it, and it's dislocated and settled and actually needs to be dug up and replaced. And then you could be talking, and you will be talking at that point, thousands of dollars, maybe ten to $20,000 if we have to replace the whole sewer line to the street. And again, that's not fair to the, uh, the buyer. They're buying a home and uh, with, with uh, a sewer line that's badly degraded. So kudos to you. And Hockberg uh, uh, Mortgage 2 and, and, and Pearl 2 uh, do that uh, program where you're encouraging people, making them aware of that vulnerability and exposure there so that everybody knows what the true value of the home is out front. How many other lenders are working with you doing that type of program? Absolutely none, David. You are the... Uh, the, the pioneer and the uh, you know the visionary who who made this happen. So uh, it's a it's a great program and and uh, we we encourage all of our customers to advance that. But you're you're talking to people right there before the buy a house is a great time to do that. And what we do is the buyer pays for the prospective buyer pays for the the sore line inspection and a, when we go to closing because some transactions don't close for whatever reason. Uh, we we issue a credit for all the listeners out there that are wondering how it works. You pay for it. Uh, you call Permaseal up, schedule a time for them to come out. Some buyers are hes- some sellers are hesitant, as you can imagine, Roy, not wanting mm-hmm. to send a camera through the store line because they might find something. And uh, we found I think we're up to five or six now where we've saved people from digging up side, back, and front yards. And uh, it comes down to if there's any pushback from the seller, tell them to stuff it. You know, you're the buyer and you want to make sure that the sore line's fine. And 
is and 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 that there's no challenges. What are the costs? Tip and I know there are varying costs and depending upon how bad the sewer line is clogged and, and and what you have to replace. But give me a minimum cost to dig up a backyard and replace a sewer line. Well, you know, typically, like I say, uh, if we have to replace that, well, typically, more typically than not, we can replace a section of the sewer line that's offset or, 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 or totally damaged and things like that, and depending on the, the condition of the rest of the line. So, you know, we're talking a, a minimum of, of, of $3,000 get excavation Jeez. equipment out there and do the necessary shoring and things like that to replace just a section. A lot of times we'll we'll put in a clean out or something so it can be rotted out and things. So. You're talking, you know, two or three thousand dollars just to mobilize to get out and do a job like that. But then, like I say, it can be dependent on if it's an older home and the whole line is deteriorated. It makes no sense to replace a section of it. And then it, again, it's just dependent on footage. But you could easily be talking eight, ten, twenty thousand dollars to replace a complete sewer line. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's a bad day after you buy a home. And yeah. uh, like the lady said, her son was going to live in the is going is living in the basement. And she said that she didn't want her son's bed floating away and God knows what. So uh, thank goodness we found that. And real quick before we go, because I like to keep these short or else people fall asleep listening to them. Um, talk briefly about about the concrete raising application that you guys started a couple of years ago and, and how that helps people. Yeah. Well, we have a, a, a new product it's called Poly Level, and it's a real light urethane foam that we can inject under sunken concrete so you most homes you know i say almost more than not have some pieces of concrete around there that have actually sunk whether it's a sidewalk a pool deck a, a driveway especially the apron to the driveway where you're driving over a bump or there's a trip hazard in the sidewalk out front maybe the front stoop has sunken a little bit um you know that's just the nature of the beast with you put heavy concrete on on soil and if it's not properly prepared it, it could settle and in days gone by you'd have to tear that out and replace it which is expensive it's hard finding somebody who do who will do a small job like that and also it, it never looks the same because you've got, you got a new square of concrete that looks different from the rest so this poly level process we have we can actually inject this lightweight urethane foam through very small holes we drill in the concrete slab and actually raise it back a level with the uh rest of the the, the concrete and uh it's a very uh, uh stable product we warranty it for for three years against any significant further settling but it will probably last for years beyond that so it's a it's just a, a great alternative to a, a very common problem and if people want to reach you mr spencer to get more information about any of the services and products that you uh provide our listening audience which includes basement flood protections which includes uh, foundation inspections, foundation repair, uh, window well uh, inspections, and window well installations of new of new drains and uh, concrete raising and 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 sewer line inspections. Who do they call and how do they get a hold of you guys? Uh, in a number of ways, but uh, probably the most direct way is to give us a call at eight hundred four two one seal. It's eight hundred four two one S E A L, or you can visit our website at permaseal dot net. Thank you very much, Mr. Spencer. Send my best to your beautiful wife, and uh, uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day. Always a pleasure to talk with you, Mr. Hockford. All right, buddy. Talk to you later, man. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Biggest Winner with David Hockford.